Yeah. Alligator, volume 11. Alligator in alignment. Today I'm going to talk about a. I like to feature entertainers from time to time, well, musicians. I don't know how many of you have ever heard the name Lead Belly. But Lead Belly is considered by many to be one of the founding fathers of what we call country music, folk music, and country blues. You don't hear a lot about Lead Belly. The historian, historian sort of danced around him a lot because Lead Belly was a very rough character. First of all, his name was Hutter, I think, Huddy Lead Belly. He was born in 1888 in Shreveport, Louisiana. He died in 1949. In the time of his life and death, Lead Belly wrote some of the greatest songs in all of America. Red Lead Belly was a rough character. He, 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 he had knife scars all over him. He was uh, played in the juke joints and the places in the deep south that had three elements that I always like to talk about. Three elements. Whiskey, gambling, and guns. Put those three elements together, you got trouble. Uh, according to people who knew Lead Belly, he killed uh, a few people in his life, and he went to prison at least for once for a murder. I like to do this for you. Here's a song Lead Belly wrote in 1925. He was on the chain gang in Texas for murder. He had his guitar in prison, and he wrote this song. Now, many people have heard this song. It's one of the songs that uh, you'll find on the stages of the Grand Ole Opry, as well as in just about any style of music you find. I 
always said you were too young. Come on, she's 48. Wish to love, I never seen your face. Wish you never were born. Sometimes I live in the country, I was born there. Sometimes I live in town, yeah I am. Sometimes I have a great notion, yeah, 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 to jump in the river and drown. Right now, I've been having a, a lot of instances lately, uh, and they seem to be coming closer and closer, uh, in, you know, getting more and more, I guess is the way you would put it. And what that is, is I don't know how many of you out there run into this, maybe it's just me. But I know the craziest people who have these crazy conspiracy theories about just about everything. Now, me, myself, I've always been sort of a, a on the outside looking in, so to speak. I'll give you an example. When, when the coronavirus first came, when the pandemic first started, when I heard about it, the first thing I said, I swear, the first thing I thought of when I heard about it, I said to myself, and I said to, to some friends also, oh heck, here comes the conspiracy theories, okay? I, I just knew it because, uh, but you know, these things have been around forever. I've, I've seen the the end of the world by 25 times and, and you know, uh, all of these, uh, you know, if something comes through and it's going to kill everybody and blah, 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 blah. Um, but the thing that's getting me now is that sometimes I have friends who I've known for many, many years. And I think I spoke about this earlier in one of my shows. Who uh, 
just exposed to craziest ideas, you know. Um, like I said, I was talking with one friend, and I, I uh, he's going through all of this crazy stuff, and, and I said, wait a minute, hold on just a minute, stop, stop. Answer this question for me, and that'll tell me how far you're gone. I said, do you think uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats, the Democratic Party, uh, running child sex rings and blah, 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 and he says emphatically, yes, I do. Yeah, and very passionate. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I said, okay, that's it. We don't need to get into this anymore. You've, you've sailed off the end of the earth. We are good friends. We have always been good friends, and we're still friends because I just decided. Um, there's there's a, unfortunately, this, this entire thing is a lot more serious than what people think it is. I don't know how many of you remember. I'm going to take you through sort of a little timeline here. I don't know how many of you remember, but before the, uh, not the last election, we had the one before. Uh, sometime before the, like way before the elections, actually, our intelligence uh, department released a report warning American, Americans that our uh, enemies, uh, foreign nations, and, and, and those, I guess, inside the United States, too, because we can't say that a lot of uh, everything is coming from the outside, although a lot is. Uh, we're going to start to sow in this dissent within America, try to divide us along racial lines, and especially try to cast doubt on our electoral system. Now, at that time, when I read it, like most people, I really didn't pay that much attention. Uh, yeah, you know, okay. But then I started noticing as the campaigns were going on that uh, certain, certain aspects of our political system was actually exposing these same things that our intelligence company, want, uh, intelligence warned us about. You know, the, uh, I mean, my goodness. <sighs> we Americans, you know, and this, this, this just breaks my heart to see this huge division in our country. And I love America, and I know many, many, many of us do, most of us do, I, I, I hope way more. I mean, everybody should love America, okay. Uh, but there seems to be a concerted effort to undermine this free world government that we have. Free information, free, you know, f just freedom. And there seems to be, uh, I don't know why, I can understand foreign nations. The, the, our intelligence also told us that lots of, of Bots and all of, I don't know. It'll be, I don't even know what a body is. Okay, <laughs> I know it has something to do with the internet. But anyway, we're going to be coming through the internet from foreign nations, uh, pretending to be either this movement or that side of movement in America, and sowing dissent, um, coming up with all these false things to, to to get people all worked up and and angry. Now, what I can see right now is that it's actually working, and it has been working for some, for some time. 
and one of the reasons, of course, I'm not going to get too far into that. Most of us are aware that there were certain elements in our government which was pushing these uh, anti-freedom um, rhetoric, shall we say. Uh, you know, when you call the media the enemy of the people and, and uh, uh, Use the word treason, and, and, and you know treason, um, all of the, all of this crazy stuff. I think it was Ben Franklin who said, and I, I love Uncle Ben. I'm often quote him as much as I can, but I think he was the one who said, I'm paraphrasing here, that this government that we have come up with, uh, it would be hard for it to be attacked from the outside. And if it was ever to be destroyed, it would be destroyed from the inside. And now I see we have the all of the foreign interference coming in, uh, dividing America. But Americans themselves seem to have jumped on the bandwagon them, themselves. And I don't have to call names. We all know a whole bunch of people. Okay? Um, you know... The internet is a wonderful, wonderful thing. I'm starting to get into it, obviously, because I'm doing this. You know, I, I've had very little presence on the only thing because I saw the great things on the internet, and I saw it also as a cesspool of misinformation and bull, a cesspool. It's, I re, if you remember, sometime back, uh, they had something going on about Hillary Clinton and the Clintons were running a, a sex child. I don't know where all the sex child stuff come from, <laughs> but there's a lot of a sex child ring from out of a, a, a pizza parlor in New York. And, you know, it was on the internet and a whole bunch of people believed it. I, I heard it from a lot of people. And they even had the address of the place. Dumb thing to do. And I don't know if you remember what happened, but some idiot got in his car and drove from way the hell away from, from wherever he was with a shotgun and went to this place because he's going to free these children from Hillary the Clintons and all of the Democratic child molesters. <laughs> and he bust into the, the, the pizza parlor ready to kill folks. And he's, this whole thing was supposed to have been going on in the basement of the pizza parlor. He gets there. There is no basement. The pizza parlor doesn't even have a basement. Um, and people sort of forgot about that. But I saw that as a, a warning of things to come. Now we have this, uh, um, the supermarket shooting in, I think it was New York or someplace. Buffalo, maybe. Maybe I'm getting these things wrong. But anyway, uh, there's so much of that, and it's all, all built around the same type of thing. Um, and who was it? A senator, an American senator, a lady, I forget her name. I had her name someplace. Wendy Rogers, uh, Arizona's senator. When she referred to, when, I, when she was asked about what happened, the massacre, this guy goes in and, and, and kills people just on a racial basis. Her response was to, to insinuate 
that it was the federal government that set it up. How crazy can you get? What is with Americans now where we are willing to defend authoritarian governments? I mean, and some of us go so far as not to defend them, to pretty much aid them, and always blame uh, uh, our government for everything bad. What happened to America? I'm asking America to please come back. Please come back. Um, you know, we've always, in times of, even no matter what, what's going on, we've always been able to come together as Americans. All of the, the junk that was going on before the pandemic and when the pandemic came, as I heard a comedian say, when the pandemic came, I thought the same thing. Okay, here we go. We Americans. This thing is coming. We're going to fight it. We're going to do what we need to do because we Americans. This is the time when we come together like we do. Didn't happen. There were people in our government poo-pooing the thing, um, causing all of this big uh, divide between mask wearing and not mask wearing and blah, blah, blah. Do your research. The mask was first worn in 1910 for outbreak of the bluebonic plague. Up until then, we thought the bluebonic plague was, was by touching animals. But in Asia, they found out it was an airborne disease. So, boom, they came up with the, with the mask. Um, and it's been used in every airborne pandemic everywhere in the world ever since. But they only had a couple of times that we had problems with the mask. And it was in 1910 when it was first started. Uh, some guy who was sort of like a politician or somebody who was very popular, had a lot of followers, decided for no apparent reason that anybody could figure out that he was going to be anti-mask. And he talked against wearing the mask for the bubonic plague of all things. Well, it, didn't, it wasn't long before all of his followers were anti-mask. Then all of a sudden, he caught the bubonic plague and died. And his followers were smarter than people are now because once that happened, they all rushed to get the mask. But anyway, enough of that. It's just an illustration of all of the division that's, that's going on that is really unnecessary. Um, I'm asking America to come back. You know, I wish, I wish we would come back and be America again. Um, let me stop for a moment. I always like to get in a little bit of advertising. If you want to catch me, I don't know if you want to catch me. I mean, what the hell are you going to do with me once you do? But anyway, if, if you want to uh, catch a performance, every second Saturday of the month, if you're in Monterey, drop into the Bonton Elroy's Lighthouse Smokehouse on Lighthouse Avenue. I think I always get the name wrong, but 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 you'll be able to find it. It may be Bonton Elroy's or Elroy's Bonton, but uh, on Lighthouse Avenue every second Saturday of the month, I'm there from seven to ten. We always have a we always have a great time. Sometimes it's a it's a big crowd, sometimes it's a small crowd, but we always have a good time. 
Um, and I'm also uh, the Tall Man Hotel in Upper Lake. I'm there from time to time at the Blue Wing Saloon. If you know anything about the Tall Man Hotel, historic hotel, the Blue Wing Saloon is just an old time, almost like Smiley's in, in Bellina. It's an old time bar that's been there forever. Um, and speaking of Smiley's, <laughs> if any of you know where Smiley's is, it's at, on the historic register of the country as a historic old drinking establishment. It's in the town of Bellinas, and you've heard me talk about Bellinas before. Uh, it's my favorite bohemian community. I will be there. Me and from my, from my uh, Rhythm Outlaws band, my saxophone player, Tony Delavalle, who lives in Bellinas himself, will be at Smiley's Saloon June 5th. We will be outside on the patio from 3 to 6. If you're over in Marin County, drop on over the mountain or take the way around through Fairfax and come on in and catch the, sh the ship. Another thing I want to say before I wrap this up is remember we need to do one thing. We need to vote. We need to vote. Uh, if you know people who don't vote, it's time to start working on them is right now. Because that old stigma that my vote doesn't count is dissolving. And people are waking up that yes, my vote does count. Please talk to anybody who you know who doesn't vote and explain to them how the vote is one of the wheels of democracy. And if you don't participate, it's not a smooth ride. In fact, uh, people who you don't want in office will always be in office because you don't vote. Give, give, it, a, give it a try. Um, right now, what I'm going to do for you, because I, 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 uh, I, I just want to say one more time. All of you people who have all these, these uh, conspiracy theories and all this stuff, Here's what I want to see. See, see. How do how do people like that who are nuts? Well, you know, I don't like to call people nuts. Let's just say who have such far out, obviously untrue views. I give you an example. The woman, I watched a hearing of her. Melly Tower Green, Marjorie Tower Green, or whatever her name is. Um, I guess she's a senator, or some some part of our government. And a QAnon supporter. If you know anything about QAnon, it's like, okay, you know, okay. Um, and I don't blame people for following a lot of these things. Because as I explained, I, I did a weird thing in the late 60s and early 70s doing a, a religion that I was involved in. I had my own temple and, uh, you know, did, did the... Priest, priest thing, okay? Um, and the thing was, it didn't take me very long before I had many, many, I'm not even going to quote numbers or names. People who, if you talk to them, stop them on the streets of New Orleans and ask them a question, something deep, they would always say, where alligator says, bleep, 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 alligator says, blah, alligator says, 
you know, it, it was like, uh, you know, the other people were the, the same way, Tony Alamo and, and all of us, all of the other people. Um, and I, I saw how easy it was to get people to follow a Pied Piper. And the reason that I gave that up was I, I like I explained earlier, one day I looked around at myself and I realized I've got all these people being vegetarians and doing all this stuff. And me and my pals are slipping off down the Canal Street. They did, they just opened a place, I think it was 1972, called Popeye's Chicken, the very first one, on, on Canal Street. We were down there eating fried chicken, drinking whiskey, doing doing all kinds of drugs. Uh, but anyway, to make a long story short, I looked at it one day and I said, you know what, this is just wrong. And I didn't say anything. I left and I didn't come back to that area for 15, 20 years. Um, so I know how easy it is to get people to to follow crazy stuff. You know what I mean? Now, I wasn't doing crazy stuff, but um, it's just really easy. And I, and I want people to do one thing. Start fact-checking stuff. Please fact-check. You know, I have friends come to me and say crazy stuff, and I sit down and calmly show them factually where they're absolutely wrong. Where they're absolutely, you know, just undeniably wrong. But you know what? When someone has invested so much, it's like money. When someone has invested so much in a certain theme or a certain thing, you can bring them to the truth and they will, will admit it for a while, but then if you see them two or three weeks later, they'll be back saying the, the same thing. So, so I don't know what, what to do about this, except we gotta do something, okay? Anyway, enough of that. Um, one thing that I was discussing with uh, some friends of mine, with my brother especially, he's a priest was how many of the evangelical uh, crowd are sort of, uh, shall I say, wandering down the wrong path, as I see it. Okay, now, now, now who am I? <laughs> but anyway, I'm gonna do this little thing here, just, just because I always love gospel music. Always have.
They call me the crazy cowboy. I have no idea. 